Welcome to How to Love Forever. In this episode, we get spicy. We get frisky. We get fancy. And we share with you some of our favorite ways to keep our love lives blazing. All coming up right, right now. Hi, I'm Marco. And I'm Heather. We invite you on a journey of discovery as we explore techniques, tools, and inspiration to better our love lives and our sex lives. Join us as we travel the world, seeking out the stories that can help improve how we do romance and relationships. Come with us as we discover how, how to, to love, love forever. forever. Hi, I love bunnies, and welcome to today's episode of How to Love Forever, where we boldly explore love, relationships, and sexuality. My name is Heather. And I'm sensational heartthrob and romantic superhero, Marco. <laughs> so today's episode, it's all about incorporating fun ways to keep our romantic lives exciting, even if we've been together for a super long time. Even if. Even if. <laughs> <laughs> Say, for example, you've been together for a while now, right? Say some years, some, right? Some decades, centuries. Right. Millennia. Eonses. So you've become accustomed to each other as your relationship matures. The pandemic didn't do any wonders either for your sense of joy about each other. You're committed, but face it, you're maybe a little bit bored. Maybe you're in a little bit of a rut. It happens. It's normal. Right? So what do we do about it? How can we spice it up without turning our partners off or just plain feeling stupid? Mm. Well, obviously, it's important to communicate with our partners what we're feeling, and chances are they're probably feeling it too. They probably are. So here at How to Love Forever, we invested the full might of our cutting-edge scientific research apparatus do, 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 do. to come up with a list of fun ways to reinvigorate your appreciation <laughs> for each other. Because nerds. Super nerds. We are such love nerds. <laughs> Let's get into it. So, without any further ado, and without any particular notes added to this, without any... <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into it, fuck it. <laughs> no words, just words. <laughs> just, just the words. We're going to trade off. Marco and I compiled a list of some of the favorite things that we enjoy with each other and also some exciting ideas we've come across in our research on the interwebby nets. That's right. And hey, we're going to try out some of these ideas because some of these sound a lot of fun. They really I know. Do. Like, it actually got me excited. So maybe that's the like, this, the extra bonus at the very top. If, if you want to think of fun ways to get excited, first just think of fun ways to get excited. It'll help you get excited. It'll help you get excited. Yeah. You got to think about it. So my, one of my favorite things is getting frisky in public. <laughs> With who? People. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you silly man. But no, it creates a sense of excitement, right? It's that whole risk of getting caught, like the, the taboo of you're not supposed to be doing this or doing this here or at this time, right? So Marco and I together have enjoyed time like maybe on a hillside while we're having a fun hike and you know we might pop off the trail and find a lovely rock with maybe like just a little bit of a bush for screening and enjoy some love and al fresco guilty sorry national park system <laughs> not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. We gave that hawk a show, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mountain goat looking at us like, oh, wow, is that how they do it? 
That's weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, <laughs> or if we're on a bit of a road trip, we might pull off onto a quiet-looking road and enjoy a bit of a roadside nookie, as it were. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It may happen. Or, and, and this is an idea I found on the internet as well, stopping the elevator for a quick fondle or a makeout session. Ooh. I mean, that one that one kind of makes me a little nervous because, you know, ooh, that's kind of like extra breaking the rules. But hey. You're talking about like emergency stopping like the elevator? Like just like putting a, yeah, a pause on it. It was oh, on man. the internet. I know, exactly. That's one uh, like, that might be a bit much. Ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, sometimes the elevator has like an associated alarm that rings whenever you push that button. So. So that might be the kind of thing that you have to know what kind of elevator and what button to push because otherwise you might create like an entire building-wide disturbance. And besides, it's probably illegal. It We're could not, be illegal. We are legally required to tell you that we do not condone you to do illegal things, even if they are fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and just don't be stupid about it. Have fun, but don't, don't be caught. stupid. <laughs> don't get caught. Don't, don't be get stupid. Caught. Don't get caught. <laughs> and we never told you to do it. Nope, never. Yeah, it wasn't us. Yeah, it was the internet. It. it was just the internet. <laughs> it was the internet. <laughs> it's the internet's fault. <laughs> so yeah, number two on our top ten list is an easy one. It can be done in the comfort of your own home. It is just kissing each other everywhere. Aw. Yeah, right? That's like so sweet and shit. You have a moment. Spend a few minutes to like set up the environment and you're like, hey, I want to do this for you. And, you know, you sit the you sit your partner down, you have them just be like, okay with it, just close your eyes. And then you just kiss them all over, right? Aww. Well, you tell them at first, you know, hey, I'm just going to kiss you all over and it's only going to be kissing. Ooh. So it's kind of leading, it's kind of creating more of this like sense of, uh, sense of. Foreboding, terror, suspense. <laughs> sense of uh, it's more enticing <laughs> yeah well there's this taboo rule you know like you all of a sudden say hey it's only kissing but you know what you know for real in your heart of hearts that you're gonna break that rule you're right? probably gonna break that rule you're probably gonna break that rule <laughs> but it's in the setting of that limitation that there is that titillation totally scintillation titillation boobulation whatever that is <laughs> all the all the lations yeah. hey speaking of breaking rules here's number three Play hooky together, mm. right? Say you both have regular jobs. I don't know what that is anymore. But you have regular <laughs> jobs and you both have to go to work. Maybe you have to take the kids to school. But then after you drop them off, take the day and just fuck off together. Yeah. Ah, it's so good. It's so important. And then you have this whole sense of, again, like the taboo, the naughty, the we shouldn't be doing this, but we can and we're Shared doing it adventure. anyway. Shared adventure, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. And whether it's staying at home and just enjoying the space all by yourselves and, and looking to see where that leads, or if you go off on a little day adventure together, whatever it is, you're adding excitement to your lives and it's, it's a bonding experience. And you can have some special stuff set up for the day for it you know but you don't have to you no. can just honestly just get in your car and drive yeah any road in any direction for as long as you want to 
Just go explore. Just discover. And there's something that I used to do by myself that I really love and I really miss. And I think it would be a really great play hooky impromptu date together mm-hmm. to just pick a highway, any highway, any road that leads out of town. It does not matter in which direction, especially if you don't live in the desert, because, you know, then kind of like a lot of roads end. But uh, but if <laughs> but if you're like in, in other places, it's a really awesome way to discover the countryside around your hometown, around your city. The exhilaration of watching the streets in your city turn into country roads, turn into farmland. It's just beautiful. And just spending that day together, just discovering the little things, Mm -hmm. discovering the farms that are down this one particular road that you take every day because, you know, it's like the road to your grocery store or whatever. What happens when you take it all the way out? Yeah, and be spontaneous with it. And who knows what you might discover and explore out there. You'll find your new favorite drink at this shop like an hour away from you. Who knows? So for me, it used to be I drove until I was running out of gas. And then I would find a place to fill up and drive back. Maybe for this date, playing hooky together, it can be like driving until you're almost out of gas, find a place to hump and then come back. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Fill up the fuel tank, get yourself a nice snack and then head on home. Yeah. Back to reality. Somewhat related to this one is our number four on things that you can do to spice up your sex life. And that is a sexy camping date. Now I know that not everybody knows how to camp or how to rough it. Or might even enjoy it. Yeah, you guys find your own level of camping. There is like all the way up to glamping at this point where you can spend thousands of dollars to have a beautiful, like super gourmet experience inside a massive tent with beautiful candles overlooking this beautiful view. Whether you're doing it in an old beat up backpack tent out in the wilderness or whether you're doing it in like this beautiful glamping situation, it does not matter. Go out camping together. Find a way to just divest yourself of all that cityness, of your usual comforts at home, because they numb us. They really do. They numb us to each other. Right. And it's the whole thing. The familiarity breeds resentment or familiarity breeds Breeds contempt. Yeah. Right. And so if you remove yourself from your day to day life, you might be able to see your lover in a different light and and reinvigorate that excitement, you know, of why you, you were attracted to them in the first place. So things that you can have as kind of like rough goals on your sexy camping date would be things like star watching, mm-hmm. you know, just lying on a deck or just lying in a clearing in the woods. Make sure there's no bears and go star watching together and just enjoy on a blanket in the middle of the night. Listen to the silence Mm. and just watch the stars revolve around you. Mm. So lovely. It's so lovely. And, you know, in the daytime also, it can be like, you know, a goal is to go to some camping trail and find some really nice place with a really nice view. And as Heather already mentioned in uh, point number one, uh, have a little bit of wilderness nookie. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Um, National Parks Department, I'm not saying that anyone should do anything illegal, uh, (laughs) but I'm just saying, wouldn't it be fun if... 
wouldn't it be reinvigorating to your sense of immediacy, to your sense of like sexiness in your relationship? Yeah, it probably would be. So excitement and adventure. Absolutely. Excitement and adventure. And if you decide that you don't want to do it off the path because I don't know, there's too much moss or spiders or whatever. Well, then fuck up the tent. Make it messy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if you have like a nice little secluded space that you've set up for your tent camping adventure, that's a fantastic place. It's private. Already all your stuff is there. You've got a nice little mattress hopefully in there. You've got a nice little set of blankets or whatever mm -hmm. with your sleeping bag. Bring some wet wipes, okay? <laughs> it's always a good idea to bring some wet wipes and stuff like that to go camping because bring... you know what? They're not just for cooking, okay? That's right. Bring some <laughs> wet wipes. Bring some paper towels. Be prepared. That's all I'm saying, man. Scout's motto, be prepared. <laughs> Speaking of, and a real quick aside, but we were at the beach a couple of weeks ago and uh, there was this lovely secluded beach that this boat brought us into and there's a hiking trail along it. It's really, <laughs> really, really pretty. And I climbed up. Yeah, on... I remember this. <laughs> well, I climbed up on top of a boulder and I could see, oh, probably a hundred meters away. So not too close, but on top of some other rocks, you know, there was a couple, and oh boy, they, they seemed a little entangled, you know, with this view of the beach. And I'm like, look at how many limbs are in multiple places. Spoiler um, alert, they were fucking. They were, <laughs> and they had such a nice view to do it to. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I also ran into them uh, five minutes before you did because I went up that trail. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a place to pee. You know, there was like two other people at this beach and I went far, far and away and it was a very wild beach. And so I was like, where am I going to do my business without bothering anybody? Because I really need to. We'd been on a fishing boat for like hours and stuff, you know, like snorkeling and everything. So I really needed to kind of let go a little bit. So yeah, I decided, oh, here's a spot. And I started doing my business before realizing, oh my God, I'm doing it right in front of two people that are making love it. <laughs> just like pivoted 180 degrees <laughs> like whoops and I just turned right around and I could just imagine the guy was just like laughing his butt off uh, it's hilarious because we crossed paths with each other on the beach like about an hour later the guy was just like looking at me like with this stupid smile on his face like yep that happened <laughs> I was like yeah that happened oh it's hilarious <laughs> he completely ruined their idyllic lovemaking so if you are going to go make some love outdoors try to keep your eyes out for peeing hikers <laughs> yeah don't do it in a place where you're bound to be discovered like right next to a trail <laughs> <laughs> or unless that's your thing. Hey, no judgment. And again, we're not condoning any illegal activity. That's right. So, number five. This one was cute. I actually came across it on the internet as well. If you are able to, and I'm not talking about going into your partner's phone for snooping or violating their privacy, but if you can go in and program some cute reminders that will pop up throughout their day or throughout their week of things that you love about them or sexy things you want to do to them, like, you know, say 10.30 a.m., Marco gets a reminder that I want to nibble on his neck and rub my body all over his. Ooh, that sounds nice. Right. I mean, if you're going to invade somebody's telephone privacy, I guess that's kind of a nice reason to do it. Obviously, if they look into their reminders, they'll see them coming up and, you know, maybe it won't be too much of a surprise, but you also don't know what's going to pop up when. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I thought it was cute. That is fun. Now, 
that's not condoning messing with somebody's phone in order to invade their privacy. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't don't do that. That's not cool. So maybe have a little conversation with your partner. Hey, I'd like to do this. Is it all right if I put something cute in your phone that might pop up throughout the week for you? That's really sweet. That's really sexy. I like it. Mm. So number six in our list of things you can do to spice up your sex life. I really like this one. Stay in bed date. Oh, that sounds nice. Right, mm -hmm. right. So instead of that whole like pick a highway, any highway and just drive off, instead do the complete opposite. Stay in bed. Schedule a day in which you're going to wake up, mm -hmm. you're going to go shower, mm -hmm. and then you're coming right back to bed. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And yes, you please. can have breakfast in bed. You can set it up to like watch movies in bed. Mm. You can have a mutual massage situation. You can Aww. like do massages in bed for each other, you know. So you have like all of this stuff like preset. Um, you can even have like fun toys nearby for laughs. And I don't even like sex toys. I mean like like you can play like Uno. You know, you can do board games, you can play like Twister, you know, whatever it is that you want on top of your on top of the bed. So long as it's all on the bed. <laughs> you know it can be fun it can be really a sweet way to like reconnect with your lover it can be a really sweet way to just have a nice innocent time in bed but if you are going to schedule massages for each other you might want to do that after the card games just saying it'll be more conducive to getting friskier later and if the goal is to reinvigorate your love life right then and there yeah you might want to have the right sequence you know have breakfast in bed watch a movie while having breakfast then do a couple of board games or whatever and mm -hmm. then do massages because after that guaranteed you're probably going to be in the mood you're in the mood then you take a shower and then maybe you go back to bed you go back to bed again and again and again order some food delivered sounds like a great day uh-huh well and here's how about a great night number seven get dressed up oh yeah so here's the thing I am the type of woman who tends to hang out in athleisure wear. It's stretchy, it's comfortable. If it has some shape to it, great, you know, I can look cute. But it's not the same as if I do my hair and makeup and put on a pretty outfit. This is true. And I love you, whichever way you come at me. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is a difference between you being beautiful and you getting pretty. Right? You know, get a little glammed up. And it's the same thing with Marco. I love him in his teeth shirts and shorts and, you know, just hanging about the houseware. However, when he takes the time to spend a little bit more effort on his grooming and he wears a yummy cologne and he puts on a sexy suit and then we're dressed up for each other and then we get to go out into public and just feeling sexy and confident and then I get to see you know other women and men you know check out my honey and then he gets to see you know people you know checking me out sometimes absolutely and it's it really reinvigorates and reminds us how fucking attractive our partner is we're social creatures right yeah. we're social creatures that sometimes require external validation because mm -hmm. we're social creatures just mm -hmm. like gorillas and horses and all of that stuff so like other people's opinions really do matter and mm -hmm. even though that can be taken to an unhealthy degree, it's also good to recognize that sometimes our sense of value really is reinforced by somebody else valuing us. And I'm talking strangers. I'm talking people in a restaurant at a bar. And I think that's what you're talking about, too, yeah. is, is feeling hot because other people are noticing us besides our longtime partner. Absolutely. It's like 
when we get to go out and we're both glammed up, I feel sexy because I, I'm glammed up. I get reinforced that opinion, you know, by positive attention from others around me. And then it's like a reminder to Marco that he has a partner that he values and finds attractive. And, and it's like this whole like super fun, fos- positive feedback loop that we all get to enjoy. Social lube. Social lube, baby. <laughs> it's all gotta, gotta have that lube. You gotta have that lube. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of lube, uh, number eight on this list of how to spice up your love life is to go Kama Sutra on each other. Boom! Okay, so Kama Sutra, as we all know, is this ancient text that illustrates for people's edification every conceivable sexual position, at least every conceivable sexual position to people from like 12 centuries ago or whatever. So like (laughs) there are some good ones in there and it's always nice to revert to the classics and to like read up on them and everything. So I fully recommend the Kama Sutra be a particular toy in your toy box whenever you guys want to reinvigorate your love life. But it isn't the only one. The nice thing about living in the 21st century is, oh, yeah. Yeah, is that we are so much more sexually liberated nowadays and there are so many more examples that we can follow. So many more texts and toys that are actually like maybe the same thing, a text and a toy, right? If you go to one of the toy shops, one of the sex shops in your community, you might see some card games, for example. You might see some little booklets that have like all of these games that you can play, games that you can engage in. Mm-hmm. For example, we bought a thing from our local sex toy shop called Sex Mate, and it's this deck of cards. And you're supposed to be able to like match up the cards because there's like a copy of each, you know, like two copies of each. Mm-hmm. Once you get matching cards between the two players or more players, <laughs> you have to get up and perform that particular sexual position. Yeah. And so the card game, you it's got matches and yeah, you can either pantomime the sex act or you can go full balls out with the sex act. Either way, it's a super fun way to make things frisky and like stimulate the juices, as it were. So this card game is called Sex Mate, and we liked it. Maybe your toy shop has it. There are plenty of them, however. There's entire racks of games that All you guys sorts can of bring games. in. You know, an experiment. So the point of going Kama Sutra on each other is to really explore the possibilities of sexual positions by using like illustrative guides. So the Kama Sutra was the first one, but card games, etc, etc, available at your sex shop are plenty good alternatives. And they also tend to be kind of jumping off points. You know, if you experiment with it in your own rights, you kind of see what works for you and do variations that are exciting. Yeah. So you try as many positions as you want and keep the ones you like. That's right. So number nine is going to sound a little anti-thematic. However, taking time apart Mm. is always good to keep as part of your like romantic dynamic. Yeah. Right? So if we've been around for each other for days on end or weeks on end, depending on, you know, pandemic or work or life, et cetera, it's really important and, and healthy to spend a few hours or maybe even a few days apart. It's again, the whole thing about familiarity breeds contempt. 
if you give your lover some space to miss you, it's just going to make the reunion that much sweeter and sexier. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Mm -hmm. So take moments apart from each other, especially in this pandemic season that we find ourselves in, where we like keep going in and out of cycles of like being stuck at home. I know for a fact that there's been a trend in society of relationships getting really stressed out from having too much time together. Too much unalleviated time together. Too much unalleviated, unstructured time together between partners that never once thought that they would be in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe they maybe they ended up coming into a relationship under like this kind of tacit agreement that they were going to have plenty of time away from each other. But then like the pandemic, you know, the lockdowns and everything made them live together for like a year, year and a half on end without seeing anybody else. That mm-hmm. is a relationship dynamic changer. It really is. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, you know, uh, working under the stipulation that, yeah, I'm not going to see you for eight or nine hours out of each day. And therefore we miss each other and we love each other that way. And that did didn't happen. You know, you hear every toilet flush, every fart from this person all day long. It can definitely burn out that sense of romance that you have for them. So especially now in the pandemic times and after, take time apart, like she said. Yeah, take time apart. Go spend an afternoon with your friends and leave the other one home so that way they can enjoy the space all by themselves. If you have kids, for example, take the kids out with you and leave your loved one you know, by themselves, at home. It's good. It is really good. (laughs) And number 10 on our list of 10 things that you can do to reinvigorate your love life is... Return to a place you've had a sexy adventure before. Oh, oh, I like that a lot. Right? Especially if it was from like the beginning of your relationship. It's like your own love story. Right? Exactly. You're reliving a moment of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. You're going to a place where you've had this adventure that's like this little secret between the two of you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can tell each other the story from your point of view. The way I remember it was this, you know, and then uh, your partner can be like, well, the way I remember it was this. Oh, man. I wish that uh, that bar, the Red Room, that's what it was called, right? The Where we Red went. Room Saloon. Yeah, Red Room Saloon that uh, Marco took me to on the first night we met and had drinks and danced. I wish that still existed so we could go back like 15 years later. I know. And be like, yeah, good job, Red Room. Good job. Thank you for the tequila. <laughs> Thank you for the tequila and the really good dance music. That was good. Uh, that was wonderful. That sparked our relationship relationship and you can do the same you can go to the place where you had your first date you can go to the place where you made love for the first time mm-hmm. or to the place where you went to right before you made love for the first time right. you know and really repeat the scene that is a really good way to tie it back to the roots mm-hmm. again it's kind of reinforcing the love story that you have together absolutely here's the thing our relationships are so based on the narrative that we create around them Honestly, and that's not a bad thing. All relationships are narrative-based. We tell each other stories of how we want the thing to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is the story that we weave into reality, which is why I'm never going to be one of those guys that's like, oh, my old lady's such a pain. I can't handle her. I can't stand being around her. La, ball la, la. and chain. Yeah, nah. Those guys that do the whole ball and chain act about their spouses, whether they're comedians or whether they're co-workers or whatever, I avoid them like the toxic plague that ate your cat. <laughs> 
No, I'm serious because it's all about the story you tell yourself. Emotions are these self-reinforcing things, mm-hmm. and memories, relationship structures are self-reinforcing things. Mm-hmm. So you choose the narrative you want to have, mm-hmm. and then you reinforce it. No, I love that. And it's not to say that relationships are lies or that they're myths. They're based on the fact. That we choose our reality. We do choose our reality, and we can look at our partners, and we can see them for all their faults and foibles, and all the things that irritate us about them. Sure. However, if we focus instead on the things that we admire about them, the things that we love about them, the ways that they turn us on, right on. we're going to reinforce those positive attributes, and they're naturally going to want to be that more. And we're going to really appreciate them for all the awesomeness they bring to our lives, instead of focusing on the shitty things. Because as always, you know, it's a choice. Our perspectives are a choice. Yeah, our perspectives are a choice, and not only are we going to reinforce what we want to see in our relationship, there's also like the corollary to it, which is that other people will behave the way we expect them to behave. Exactly. You know, you kind of are putting out these 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 psychic waves, for lack of a better word. I'm not very frou frou about it. I, I think it's definitely psychological, not telepathic, but that's just shorthand <laughs> because you have these subtle cues about you, your body language your words, your eye rolls, all of these things, you know, they have power over other people. Mm-hmm. And people read them and they unconsciously read ways that they are expected to behave around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are kind of things that like, yeah, they can definitely cause harm. You know, when you expect someone to not be their best, they probably won't be. I had some friends whose relationship recently has dissolved, and he always felt as though nothing he did was good enough. Tragic. And therefore, nothing he did was ever good enough. Yeah, exactly. He was set up for failure from the beginning because if somebody doesn't see mm-hmm. his best... Why would he make the effort? So they were just in this constant cycle of not ever being happy together because nothing was ever good enough, and he didn't make the effort, so he didn't make the effort, so she wasn't happy and nothing was ever good enough, etc. Self-reinforcing downward spirals. Mm-hmm. And instead, we can choose to focus on the positive aspects of our love stories and how much we appreciate our partners for who they are and what they provide. Yeah, indeed. And that's why a little list like this of like fun things that you can do together to reinvigorate your love life can be really important. Even though it's kind of bubblegummy compared to some of the more in-depth stuff that we cover, this is also really important. Just the lighthearted, fun, sweet, sexy little things that can glue two people closer together. It brings life back into your love life. You got to make it exciting. You got to keep it fun. Of course, you got to take care of your day-to-day responsibilities, but that doesn't mean that you can just let things like fall into a rut and be boring because what's the fucking point of that? Our relationships are the stories we tell ourselves about each other. It's very important to remember that when we are telling a story and when we are weaving a story because your relationship is a continuing story that you create together. So speaking of continuing stories that you create together, we have a bonus... bonus tips we've got 10 more of these bad boys just for our patreon members yes these bonus 10 that are just for our patreon members you can totally access them by going to our patreon account which is patreon.com slash how to love forever for an extra set of another 10 fun ideas to spice up your love life And then for those who are with us for the podcast, we have one bonus extra one that is actually submitted by a podcast listener. 
That's right. Okay, so we have a Facebook group called How to Love Forever. Yes, and we do. Friend of the pod, Jonathan Gonzalez, he responded to a questionnaire that I had posted the other day about what are things that people do to Shout what, out how to do you Jonathan. set the mood? Yeah, thank you, Jagon. Yeah. So what he and his lovely lady do is there is an app that they use to set the mood called Naughty Sexy Games for Adults. Ooh. Yeah, so we'll have a link in the description, uh, but it's like a couple's roulette. It's got like seven sexy categories. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's kind of a, a dare, right? So a risque dares that you get to do with your partner to kind of level up the uh, the sexy mood. Well, that sounds like a ton of fun. It does sound like a ton of fun. Uh, I think we're going to have to pull it up ourselves. And it's fun, too, because uh, for every dare that your partner skips, they get to do a punishment instead. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so big shout out to Jonathan for sharing this with us. And if you want to participate. And if you want to participate with us in these kind of questionnaires, you can always find us on our Facebook group, How to Love Forever. It's really a fun place where we share a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And we have announcements for all of our podcast episodes and things like that. But we do try to have little questionnaires and such uh, in order to like engage with you. Yeah, and create the conversation. Yeah, and you're absolutely welcome to come visit us and like leave commentary or just start up a conversation yourself at the how to love forever group yes please do okay one last tip for you guys oh a final final tip it's a final final it's a bonus bonus it's right And I had to throw this in because it's something that we learned from friends of ours years ago. They're this really awesome dynamic couple who have young children and they wanted to make sure that their passion stayed alive and that they were able to like get the sexy times in. So they created a strategy called win the date win the date, right? So if you get ready and you go out for the night, you have dinner, you have drinks, by the time you get home, more often than not, and I know it's in my case, I'm too tired, I might be a little too tipsy, or maybe I'm too full to want to feel sexy and want to get our freak on. Instead, once you're all dressed up, once you've got your makeup on, you took your shower, you smell good, you look pretty, win the date. Do it first before going out, before drinking, before eating a lot of food, before Mm -hmm. getting tired. Win the date. Have dessert before you go out. Have dessert first. (laughs) Life is uncertain. (laughs) Life is uncertain. Have dessert first. And then when you come home, if you happen to be frisky enough and you get it in, bonus! twice in one night amazing that yes <laughs> yes it can please. happen it can happen it, it can happen yeah so big shout out win the date i love it it's a strategy i've been employing for a long time now and it, it's helped a lot she gets me all the time with that one it's like are we ready to go yes we're ready to go okay we're staying okay we're staying <laughs> yeah, yeah have some tequila <laughs> <laughs> tequila it's an aphrodisiac it is for us What did we talk about today? Today we talked about tips that you can do to keep your relationship hot and steamy. Yes, please. That's right. We talked about things like having sexy times in public. Not that we are legally allowed to condone that. Um, (laughs) Playing hooky. Mm -hmm. And just reinforcing the romantic narrative of our love stories. That's right, because it's all about the narrative and we choose our perspective. So choose exciting, choose romantic, choose love. 
Sometimes we need to be reminded of why we fell in love in the first place and all the many ways that our partners are exciting to us. They are perfect for us. And they help to make our lives joyful and fulfilled. And even though we can get a little bit of patina of, oh, used to it, done this, done that, a little bit of rut as our relationships mature, it is really important to keep that particular spark alive. It's how you keep those juices flowing, y'all. Keep the flame going. Well, that is it for our show today. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you can reach us on that online old folks home, facebook.com at how to love forever <laughs> and Instagram at how to numeral to love forever. We really want to hear your feedback and what you would like for us to cover. Also, you can reach out to us if you have a story to share and you would like to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> we even have a private mode if you want to share your story but wish to remain anonymous. And obviously, we can always do it. Dear Abby style read your story or questions in the podcast without any true names revealed you can just email us directly at contact at howtoloveforever.com the possibilities for contact are endless don't be shy we don't bite without, without consent. consent and if you feel that the show provides some value is good for the world or just plain entertaining there are so many ways to share your support you can leave us a review and a positive comment on your podcast app of choice. It definitely helps our show to grow. In fact, we've had some really interesting metrics with people from like Saudi Arabia listening in. Yeah. I don't know if it's a VPN, but if you're in Saudi Arabia listening in, thank you. We love you. Yeah. I hope this helps. We've got listeners in Sweden, Finland, Saudi Arabia, uh, somewhere, I think in uh, Nigeria. Something like that. In uh, Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. And it's really sweet to be able to reach people all around the world. Absolutely. So please help us reach people all around the world. We want to touch everyone. With consent. With consent. <laughs> also, if you want to be our sugar daddy or sugar mama, if you want to be a patron of the arts, you really can join our community of supporters on Patreon. We have a range of supporter levels to choose from, starting at just $3 a month. $3 a month. That's and that right. also includes... 10 more bonus ideas of how to make things spicy. That's right. This episode has got a longer version at our Patreon page with another 10 tips for keeping that spark alive in your relationship. That's right. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you get. You get early access, you get extra content, you get behind the scenes looks at our processes, you get some funny memes and videos, you get full versions, video versions of our interviews, all of that and more. So check us out at patreon.com slash how to love forever. And next week, we're going to get back to some of the more serious topics. This one was nice and light and we talk about playing and all that fun stuff. But next week, we had a really great conversation with Janelle Marie Pierce, the director of the STI project. It was a highly informative conversation and it really helped to put a lot of things in perspective about like how not terrible living with an STI can be. Yeah, hear all about it. Tune in next week with that conversation. And remember until then, love deep, love hard, love, love forever. forever. Not terrible. Not terrible. <laughs> I want to play some Twister. <laughs> Whip it out. Let's get the baby oil. <laughs> baby oil, Twister, here we go. I'll get the sparklers. <laughs> Dynamite. Kaboom.